Pastor Edie Wagamuth. Today is our mission Sunday, and so uh, we're highlighting our school today, and so she's going to uh, tell us some things about it. Thanks, James. Was that worship incredible today? We had seven BCS alums or current students on the stage. And that right there is a picture of why we fight so hard for Beaches Chapel School, because we truly believe that we're inspiring a generation of leaders to impact the world. We have had three weeks of school. We came probably three weeks ago, and you guys prayed for our teachers and our school because it's scary to have school now. You know, you don't know the rules because we've never lived in a pandemic before. And so we started with a little trepidation, but I'm here to tell you that God is faithful and we've had a wonderful three weeks of school and our kids are thriving and both campuses are full with waiting lists and God is good. So I want to thank you for your prayers and your support and all you've done for Beaches Chapel School and preschool. We are so blessed to serve in this place and we really believe that our best days are ahead. I have a video that we're going to show you guys today, and it's one of our BCS alums that's now on staff here at Beaches Chapel, and her life was drastically changed and saved because she came to Beaches Chapel as a middle school student. So you're going to hear her story, and afterwards, you're going to see some footage from a day in the life of Beaches Chapel School. We are truly blessed, and we thank you for all your support. Keep up the prayers. Thank you. My name is Grace and I am a senior in college. I'm majoring in business administration and financial planning. And I've worked at Beaches Chapel with the student ministry for three years now. And if you know me, you know that I'm pretty introverted and I would never normally do something like this, but I felt like because of this week's theme of He is for you, that it kind of really fit with my story. And so I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, growing up, I didn't have like the most Christian home. Um, we knew about God, but we didn't really talk about Him. We didn't go to church and stuff like that. So I didn't really get to have a relationship with Him as a kid. And then when I was in fifth grade, my parents decided to get divorced. And um, my dad moved halfway across the country to Florida. I was in Illinois at the time. And I'm not one to really talk about my emotions or take stuff to heart, really. So I didn't really think much about it. but. Looking back on it now, it definitely took a huge toll on me. And so that was when I was going into sixth grade. So not having my dad there and fighting with my mom and my sisters was piled on top of the normal stress of becoming a middle schooler and trying to fit in and in a new school and all that stuff. So I was kind of going into it looking for something to make me feel like I have a purpose and make me feel happy. And I noticed that the stuff that would bring me attention would be hanging out with the wrong people. And um, so by the end of my eighth grade year, I found myself getting into a lot of trouble, getting suspended from school a lot, doing a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking, a lot of partying, a lot of stuff that I should not be doing at the age of 12 and 13. And my mom decided that it would be a good idea to me, for me to move to Florida and live with my dad. And of course, being 13, I did everything that I could to kind of resist that because that was where my life was. That was where my friends were, my friends that I thought were friends. Um, and so anyway, I really did not want to go to Florida. And then one morning, 
thankfully I woke up and I decided, you know, maybe it will be a good thing for me to move to Florida. And looking back on that, I really truly think that that was a God moment because had I not decided to change my environment, I would have probably ruined my life and my life would look a lot different than it does now. And so at the end of my eighth grade year, I moved to Florida to be with my dad and to go to a private Christian school, which was Beaches Chapel. And going into Beaches Chapel, it was a really big change of environment of what I was used to. So it scared me a little bit, but everyone there just had a different like type of feeling about them. Like I could tell they were a little bit different from me and I couldn't really tell how until I started hanging out with good friends who knew Jesus and could guide me in the right direction and help me when I had actual problems and stuff. And not only my friends, but my teachers and my pastors and everyone there really cared about me and cared about my future and cared if I had a relationship with God. And so as I started to be more involved in this environment, I realized that what was different about all these people and how they were so happy and um, it made me happy was because they had a relationship with God. And so throughout high school, I kind of started to learn more about who God and Jesus are. And I realized that doing good things and spending time with God brought me a happiness, but it was a happiness that wouldn't go away at the end of the day. It wasn't like doing bad things with my friends where it would make me happy in the moment and then I'd go home and feel sad about it later. Um, the, the happiness that God brought me would last my entire lifetime. And it's really something that I can't explain too much, but my hope is that everyone can experience that. And so by the end of my high school, I got to go on an amazing mission trip with um, my senior class and that was when I got baptized into full-time ministry. And you, well, some of you guys are probably like, what does full-time ministry mean? I didn't even know what it meant myself, but that meant that I decided to give my life to God in whatever area I'm doing. Obviously, I'm working with a student ministry right now, which has been a huge blessing to me to be able to pour out into you guys. But I'm also majoring in business. And so for me, being baptized into full-time ministry means that I'm giving my life to Jesus no matter what area I am. Because I believe that when He tells me that He's in my heart, that wherever I am, He's gonna follow me and He's gonna be there for me. No matter what the circumstances, no matter where I'm at, what environment I'm at, I know that my confidence is in Him. And so whatever I'm doing, whoever I'm with, He's gonna be there for me. And so I want you guys to know that too. And so, um, although I know most of you guys, if I don't know you, please come see me, talk to me. I'd love to talk about it more with you guys. And um, I'm so happy you guys are here. It's not a coincidence that you're here. I believe that God brought each and every one of you here tonight. So please don't leave. If you have any questions, let us know. And um, we're here for you guys. If you're looking for hope tonight, raise your
second chance This is for the new romance Singing for the loved in vain Overcame, it's not too late Together we are bolder, braver, stronger school mission Sunday and it's because you get a glimpse at what amazing things God is doing on our campus in the hearts and lives of these children um, the, this video I always tear up seeing kids and the growth that they have every single year if you would have seen grace as a student here at Beaches Chapel to see where she started you've heard her story and see where she is now it's because of these teachers and pastors and your prayers we cannot thank you enough for all that you do every single day praying for our students praying for our teachers and praying for our school our teachers are the reason that these students can walk out of these doors and declare and defend that they are Christians and that they are comfortable in saying that they are for God. And he is for us. I can tell it every single day when I walk on this campus. I heard them sing it this morning of his favor for generations and generations. 1974 is when this school started, this church. And I'm telling you what, 
Every single generation, it's been amazing and it keeps getting better. And I know that the best is yet to come. I'm going to have you, if you're, if you're a school family, just w- wave your hand in the air. I want you to kind of take a look around. We've got lots of school families in here today. We love you and support you. And we can't thank you enough for putting your s- students' lives in our hands. We love that we get to pray with them and be the support that they need on campus. Um, I'm going to ask if you're a teacher in our school to come forward and just stand here on the carpet. I want our um, church members and families to see our teachers because that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So teachers, don't be shy. Come on up and let's give them a round of applause. Today on School Mission Sunday, you can just make a little line right here if y'all want to. I love these guys. Oh, my goodness. We have preschool teachers. We have Bible teachers. We have teachers from our K through 12 on our campus. They are amazing. I want you to look at our teachers' faces because I am going to ask that you take some time to pray for these teachers. On the table over here by the information booth, we have a list of teachers for our main campus, K through 12, and a list of our preschool school teachers. I want you to pick one of these up on your way out and begin praying for them, saying their names, praying for support. During this time, especially starting school has been very challenging, and we love to support our teachers. We love to give back to them. We're trying to think of little ways, and we would love your help. Um, We have these cards that we would love for you to pick one up, Pick a teacher's name and write them a little message. They're in the back. You can take some home today and bring them back next week even. Um, So praying for them, encouraging them, little notes is great. And also if you'd like to give, we have envelopes in the back and you can drop them in the jar in the back. And you can give. And at our meetings sometimes we love to give back to our teachers and encourage them with gift card giveaways or just fun treats for them. It's the simplest things that make a teacher's day. But um, we love these teachers, and I cannot tell you what they have done in the lives of our children. While they're standing here, I want you to think in your mind, do you have a teacher that comes to mind that was important to you? If you do, raise your hand growing up in school. Okay. Most likely, that's why they became a teacher. But if you do, it's probably because they showed love and support and did something a little bit different than your average teacher. That's what these teachers do. We're very blessed at Beaches Chapel that not only do they love and support and show every fruit of the Spirit, but they can pray with the students. And that makes us special. And the kids know it. They grow up and they become great things. So I want to thank you guys today. And I want to thank our teachers. So let's give them one more round of applause. Thank you, teachers. And thank you again for supporting us. We have information in the back if you would like to pick it up. We also have a card. I didn't bring one of those up here, but a card that you can choose how you would like to give or to support the teachers. Simple as praying. That's all we need. Prayers work. All right, and I am going to turn it over to our very own BCS alumni, who we're all very proud of, Pastor James McDonald. Okay, I'm going to uh, 
Okay. Responsibility. That's our. We have a fight song at Beaches Chapel. How crazy is that? Um, Edie came to me one day and said, "Look at me dead in the eye." I said, "Write a fight song." And I said, oh, "Okay." And so that's what we did. And um, it's just really cool. So we're we have a lot of school spirit here at Beaches Chapel. And I just kind of want to take a few minutes this morning and, and share my experience at Beaches Chapel. I've never really gotten a chance to do this as the um, as the lead pastor here, but um, obviously, it's already been said, I'm an alumni here. went here from K- K-3, actually, um, through eighth grade. We didn't have a high school then. I wish we had. If we had a high school then, I would not have left. Um, but after that, I've done everything from teach PE to teach math to be the flag football coach. I taught a TV production class. Uh, I'm currently teaching Bible, uh, leading, leading worship in chapel every morning. Uh, just kind of run the gambit of a whole lot of different things. My mom was the principal here for 25 years. My wife, that's right, my wife is an alumni from here. She was a first grade teacher here for three years. My mother-in-law was the head of accounting here. And we are just deeply rooted at Beaches Chapel. This is our home, and, and Beaches Chapel is our heart. And, you know, with all those things that I've done here, I think what I'm most grateful for, what I'm most proud about is being a parent of a student at Beaches Chapel. We, my wife and I, we have two girls that go to school here, and every morning, when I drive up onto the campus and I drop them off, we say a quick prayer, and it's always, it always ends with just thanking the Lord for this school and, and, and our ability and opportunity to go here, because it is something very special. And, you know, we do a lot of things here. We, we, we do education, and, and we do it with excellence. We, we do the arts, right, and we do those with excellence. We do athletics, and we do those with excellence. But the most important thing, the heart of Beaches Chapel is the ministry that we do here. And we do it as best as we can because it's needed, because people are desperate for it, and not just the students here, but the families as well. And that is our heart in everything that we do. That's why we start... That's why we start our days in worship. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. There's mornings where the kids aren't singing at all. But we don't stop because of that. Because we know that every day we are planting seeds in these kids' lives and in their hearts. And we know that what the Bible says, it's not going to return void. It's not going to return void to the point where we see all the time. It just happened this week, about three days ago. I was in the office over here, and one of the seniors that graduated two years ago just popped in to say hi. Didn't have to. Why? Because this is their home, and this is where they met Jesus. And when you meet Jesus somewhere, and, he, and you take him with you, it's a magnet to come back. And we see it all the time. That's why we watch the video of Grace. Same thing. She's back here, because this is where her home is. And this is, that's what we desire for every student and every family that comes to this place five days a week, that it is not just a school, but this is home. This is a place where when they come off Florida Boulevard or off 7th or off 5th or anywhere like that, when they cross that threshold onto our campus, it's not a school or a church campus that they're entering, but it's God's house. And that there is a clear distinction from just across the sidewalk to right here. And that's what we pray every day, that the Holy Spirit would reign here and it would be a home here 
for every single person. And, I, and, you know, I think we've made a little bit of a mistake in the past by calling Beaches Chapel church, church, in the school, school. And I'm not going to do that anymore. It's all Beaches Chapel. It is, it is one, it, Beaches Chapel is the umbrella with which everything else falls. And on Sundays, we have a worship service. And on Monday through Friday, we have a school. But the whole thing is church. The whole thing is ministry. Because we're constantly, constantly lifting up the name of Jesus. And we're constantly coming together as a family. And that's what these mornings are all about. That's why we invite our teachers. That's why we want you to see them. Because it's not two distinct different things. We are one family linking arms, trying to reach people for Jesus. And it doesn't matter if they're in diapers, if they're getting their diplomas. We're reaching them for Jesus. And that is the heart here. And I believe as we continue to link arms together on Sundays and throughout the week, and we realize that we are just one family and that this is just one house and that we're all sharing this home, that we're gonna start seeing a return and a harvest like we've never seen before. Because I'm telling you, don't think for a second that because these families come to Beaches Chapel that they're already saved and in love with Jesus and know the Bible frontwards and backwards. They're coming here because Jesus has called them to know them more and to be introduced to them for the first time. And it's our responsibility to pray for these teachers, to pray for these families, so that when the opportunity comes, that their lives are changed forever. And we're going to start seeing school families and church families, not distinction, but we're not going to be able to tell them apart because we are one family. And this is God's house, and we're all invited into this home. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 10 says this. When we were talking about this Sunday, this is what came to mind. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. And we think about the world that we're living in right now. I think people are looking for somewhere that's safe. I think people are looking for somewhere that they can go, that they just feel safe. And they feel normal. And they feel okay. They feel taken care of. And what we read here in Proverbs, the truth is, the place where we find our safety is not any destination. It's in the Lord. He is our strong tower. And right now, literally and figuratively, it's storming outside. It is storming outside. Out of the walls of our home and out of the walls of our church and the walls of our school, there is a raging storm going on. Maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe it's the social injustice that we see. Maybe it's this hurricane that just destroyed Louisiana. Maybe it's all this sex trafficking that we're hearing about. The list just goes on and on and on and on. But there's storms that are raging outside. And there are people who don't know Jesus that don't have, think about that. They don't have a safe place to go in this world. That is the mission in the heart of Beaches Chapel. On Sundays and throughout the week, we open our doors and we say, this is a safe place. Not because of anything that we are but because of who we serve and the name that we exalt every single day here. It is in God where we find our strong tower. And what he teaches us is once we receive him, once we become that righteousness, then we can run to that safe place and we find it in him. Three Sundays ago, I was up on this very stage with Pastor Edie and and Allison and the other school admin. And I, I said, look, we believe, we have this burden for this year that there is going to be opportunities for ministry like we have never experienced at this school before. We talked about it in our elders meetings. We talked about it in our staff meetings that we need to be ready. We need to be on guard because there's going to be people coming in with all sorts of hurts and wounds and fears and doubts. 
and we need to be equipped. And I'm telling you right now, we're three weeks into the year. And we've seen more of that than I think we did all of last year, honestly. We're seeing people coming in and they're broken and they're hurting. And I'm not just talking about the kids. I'm talking about parents too. There, it is real. The, the, the mission that God has put at Beaches Chapel is a big one. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. Having a school here is very hard. It is, it is a challenge every day, the things that we face here. It's not like other churches. I'll go visit other churches or meet with other people at theirs, and I'll walk through their sanctuary on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, and I'm looking at them like, wow, it's so neat in here. It's so clean. Why is there so, why are all the chairs in a row? I'm like, oh, right. They don't have 220 kids coming in and out of their sanctuary every day. And I, I honestly kind of get a little jealous for a second. Like, man, that would be so nice. And then, like, the, you know, the Lord just smacks me in the face. And he's like, no, like they don't get to have 220 and 30 and 40 students come into their sanctuary every day. So yeah, the cha there's challenges, but it is worth it. And as, as, as Edie already mentioned, you look up on the stage, the fruit of it is our church. If you want Beaches Chapel Church to continue, you, we need to be praying for the school because it's, it's, it's a pipeline. It's, it's what continues this place that, you, that so many of you have given your time and your money and your effort into. And it's real, so we need to continue to pray for them and understand that the mission is huge and it's big, but man, is it worth it. It is so worth it. We had, uh, so on Tuesday mornings, we have, we call it upper school chapel. So Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, every grade goes to their class and we, we teach them Bible. Uh, just in that class, like I teach 10th grade Bible. What's up, 10th graders? I saw a couple of y'all. Um, but on Tuesdays, 6th through 12th grade stays in here, and we have one of the pastors or a guest speaker come and share a word to everybody. And so on the first Tuesday, rather than having a speaker, Edie asked everybody to get a card and write on a piece of paper, or write on the card, um, something that you would like to hear spoken about, something that you're dealing with in your life that you need to hear about, rather than us just, you know, speaking on whatever. We want to know what they're going through. And after they were dismissed, I sat right over there on the foot of the stage, and all the cards were up there, and I'm just thumbing through them one real quick, not taking a lot of time. And as I read them, it was anxiety, anxiety, stress, worry, anxiety, doubt, anxiety, anxiety, over and over, the same thing. These are sixth, seventh, eighth graders, high school kids, saying that they personally are dealing with real anxiety. You know what my anxiety was when I was 12 years old? Hoping that I liked what my mom cooked for dinner that night. Not even that we were going to have food on the table, but just that I was going to like it because I was a picky eater. That was my anxiety. When I got home, you know, I jumped on my bike and I was off playing with my friends. And that was life. You know why? Because I was a kid. And that's what life's supposed to be like as a kid. But this is, this is the reality of the world that we live in now. The world is after our kids. They're, they're, the world wants to, to rob, steal, and destroy our children. And if we don't open our eyes and do something about it, Satan's going to do it. And if we just see it by reading those cards, kids need to be kids. It's amazing when, when I worked in youth ministry, we would go to camp and we would collect, believe it or not, this is crazy, but we would collect all the kids' cell phones. We'd take a box and we'd, we, the first day we got there, before we got off the bus, we'd have a bucket and we'd put them in there, put them in there. And you know what happened? For four or five days, they got to act like kids. And you know what else? They loved it. They had a blast because the world wasn't pouring on them. You have to be older than you really are. These kids shouldn't be dealing with anxiety. 
They shouldn't be dealing with the problems that they're dealing with, but they are. So the question then becomes, who's going to combat it? Who's going to stand up and say, I'm going to fight for these kids? And what Beaches Chapel has said is, we will. We will fight for these children, for these teenagers to know the truth. And that is that you are valued and you are loved and that Jesus died for you. And it doesn't matter what baggage you come in here with. God's going to take it away and he's going to make you new. And he's going to give you a worth that you never believed you had before. That's our mission. And then they go to class. But that's what it's about. This is the safe place for them. This is where they become the righteousness of God. And this is where they learn to run to him. Amen? I'm going to have the band come up, and we're going to finish with this. But I just want to close with this verse, a couple verses. Psalms 48.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And that's what it's all about. We don't serve a far-off God. We bring God to the feet of these kids and these families here at Beaches Chapel because a lot of them are in trouble. A lot of them don't have the answers. It's so heartbreaking to see what these families are walking through. But the amazing thing is, as heartbreaking as that might be, we have the answer. We have the remedy. We have Jesus to offer them every single day. We had another testimony of of an alumni here that we didn't show this morning. And he's talking about his transformation here. You know where he got saved? In math class. He got saved in math class at Beaches Chapel. I mean, what else is there to say? That's what it's about. We're going to teach math with, our, with excellence, but if there's a kid that needs Jesus, we're going to put that on pause, and we're going to get them into heaven. We're going to give them the answer to what they've been searching for and might not have even known it. So I'm going to echo Allison this morning and say pray. Pray for Beaches Chapel. Pray for our Sundays. Pray for our Monday through Fridays. Pray that God's spirit would rest on this place, that there is a tangible change when people come off the street and onto our campus, that they would know something is different here. And it would beg the question, what is it? And that we would be able to share with them, it's not us. It's not our campus. It's that the Holy Spirit rests on this place because we cry out for it every single day because that's our mission. That's our mission. Romans 12, 5 says this. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. There is no differentiation here. This is not about the church helping the school and the school showing off for the church. This is about beaches, chapel, being one body, serving one another on Sundays and throughout the week so that we can start seeing children and teenagers and parents know Jesus. So marriages can be restored, so that children's relationships with their parents can be restored, and so that we can collectively worship our God together. That's the mission that he's called us to. I want real quick, if you are a teacher here at Beaches Chapel, go ahead and stand up. If you are a teacher at any school, stand up. If you're homeschooling, stand up. Thank you, Ms. Robbins, for getting the ball rolling here. Because we know that, look, we're, 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 we have a school on our campus, but we also understand that we have Neptune Beach Elementary just down the road. And we have Fletcher High School and Fletcher Middle like four blocks away. And just beyond that, we have San Pablo Elementary. We go the other direction. We have Atlantic Beach Elementary, Mayport Middle. School's right over the ditch. There are, there are children, there are students and families 
that have all the same issues that those that come on this campus and we want to reach them too. We want to extend our reach. It's, it's not exclusive to here. And so we're believing. We're believing that God is going to get our children back and not let the devil steal and kill and destroy them because it's real. It's real. I feel like, I feel like the world is doing this magic trick where it's saying, hey, look over here. Look at all this stuff. Look at this. Look at this. And then right over here where we're not supposed to be looking, the devil's just stealing them. He's stealing our kids. CDC said that one out of every four teenagers has contemplated suicide. Are you kidding me? Tell me they're not looking for Jesus. Tell me they don't need Jesus. Will we respond? Why don't we do this? As our teachers are standing, I'm sorry you're standing longer than I planned. Let's just, if you're around, don't lay hands on them, but just extend your hand to them right now. Let's pray for them because they're teachers, they're doing virtual school for the first time, and they are ministering, I'm telling you right now. And I be, there's a lot of them, a lot of us that we get these situations, these kids come and we don't, might not have the answer. We're believing that the Holy Spirit's gonna speak through them to have the answer in those moments, to be God for them, to share the gospel with them. Father, we lift up our teachers to you right now, God. And we thank you, Jesus, that you have called them for such a time as this, that the task is not too big because it's your task, Lord. We bring the fight to you and you fight for us. So God, right now, Jesus, we just lift up our teachers here at Beaches Chapel and all the, all the other teachers in Duval County and around this globe, Lord, whether they're teaching at home or in a school, Father. Lord, that they would be ministers as well that they would be blown away by the words that come out of their mouths in those moments and that they would have to say that had to be God because it's beyond me. And God, we thank you for the families that you're bringing on this campus, Lord, that are gonna have their lives changed, not just here on earth, but in eternity because of knowing you, being introduced to you, Father. For the parents, Lord, that thought they were just signing their kids up because they wanted to take them to a safe, small, private school. Lord, that it is so much more than that. It is so much more than that that they're gonna know you too. And God, we just pray, Lord, that you would give us strength on Sundays and during the week to fulfill this mission that you have put before us, God. And we are going to see a harvest that like we've never seen before. And it's gonna be evident on Sundays and it's gonna be evident during the week, Father, that lives are gonna be changed. We claim it now in Jesus' name. It is storming outside. It is safe here, Lord. It is safe, Father, because your spirit rests here. And it's a spirit of truth. It's a spirit of love, Father, and compassion, Lord. Thank you for that, Jesus. And as we sing this song, Lord, we're going to stand in agreement that you are for us, Father, over the blessings of our children and our children, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand up and let's worship.